Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs better organize themselves, optimize their time, and boost their productivity so they can scale their business serenely. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about organization and productivity tips, goal setting, habit formation, biological rhythms, personal development, mindset, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to Zenly organize your business. Hello, and welcome to the Zenly Organized podcast. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different than usual because I've been starting to think about 2021, do a, a little overview and reflect on what happened and everything. And I thought I would share some of the things or books or tools that I discovered in 2021 and that made a huge difference in my life. Um, so this actually... This episode was inspired by one of my dear friends, Anna from Nana Organise. She did the same a few weeks back and she even featured me. I was so uh, honored to be featured in her video. It was the first time I was featured <laughs> in someone's video or podcast and it was it made me so, so happy. Uh, so I thought it was a really great idea to kind of share what uh, tools or, you know, what things uh, helped us th this year. Uh, so I thought I would share this with you today. So I'm going to share a bit of different things. So of course, organization and business tools, because that's what this podcast is mostly about. Uh, also, uh, my office setup, because I did a huge makeover this year. Uh, books, of course, and a few other random things <laughs> I felt like sharing with you. So um, let's dive right in. And of course, since this is an organization productivity podcast, I thought I'd start out with my organization and business tools that I started using this year and that made a huge difference uh, in my life and in my business. So if you've been around for a while, <laughs> you know that I used to use my bullet journal for my personal life, but I hadn't really uh, talked about my business organization tool until a few weeks back in which uh, I told you why I uh, stopped using my bullet journal and um, went completely digital on Notion, which is an amazing app um, that I talked about in um, episode, I believe, 29, in which I explained why I switched to Notion. And then in last week's episode, in which I gave you eight tips to start out on Notion. So if you don't know what Notion is and you're curious after this episode, I recommend uh checking out these episodes. I'll leave the links in the episode description, but uh, it's uh, last week's episode. So episode number 32, I believe, and then episode 30, if I'm correct. <laughs> um, so you can check that out. But basically Notion is an all-in-one workspace that allows you to do like seriously everything. It's super versatile. As I said, I've been using it for my business for the last year already. And uh, since September, I started using it for my personal life as well. It's great because it allows you to do everything, like have a to-do list, manage your projects, do budget, uh, take notes. Um, seriously, like there's basically nothing you can do. <laughs> um, and I've I had already last year, at the beginning of last year, Uh, well, of this year, sorry, of 2021. We're still in 2021. <laughs> um, I had transferred all my collections from my bullet journal into Notion because I was uh, tired of having to rewrite my collections every time I switched bullet journals. 
so I already had a lot of collections like my meal plan, um, uh, my recipes, uh, all these things um, that I use, for example, to to organize my my meals uh, during the week. Uh, also, kind of my um, packing lists for when I go um, on hikes or when I travel, things like that. I had moved everything already on Notion, but then uh, recently I did the switch and went completely digital on Notion, and I'm super super happy. So Notion was a huge. I actually discovered it in this last. December <laughs> but I really made the most of it this year so it was really a huge discovery especially in the last um, few months in which I've uh, discovered uh, and used started using some of the most advanced features of Notion that allow you to relate databases between them uh, to use complex formulas to pull out data from databases to uh, from one database to the other. So this really made a huge difference in my organization and I'm really looking forward to getting into um, more complex uh, features of Notion this year. I've already started uh, <laughs> creating new uh, templates and new pages on my Notion uh, to really make the most of it. So I'm really excited for that in 2022, but it was really one of my huge, huge discoveries and lifesavers honestly this year so uh, I hope um, you know you get you go and look get a look um, give a look sorry <laughs> to Notion uh, and as I said last week's episode is full of um, tips to help you get started with this app if you're interested so definitely go and check that out then for organization uh, no sorry business tools that I discovered this year there is MailerLite which is the um, the platform I use to send out the newsletter. By the way, if you're not subscribed yet, you can uh, subscribe in the link in um, the episode description. I send out one email every week with more tips um, to help you be more zenly organized. <laughs> so I uh, started the year with Mailchimp, which is another uh, emailing um, tool. But uh, I switched recently to MailerLite and I've been in awe with this tool. MailerLite uh, is much easier, much more intuitive than MailChimp is. And despite all the effort it took me to transfer everything to MailerLite, it was definitely worth it. So if you have a business and are looking for um, a mailing tool, MailerLite is great and it's free for up to like a thousand subscribers. So it's a great option if you're just starting out. Then the other business tool I discovered is a pointlet which is a scheduling tool. I used to use Calendly because everybody was raving about Calendly. And if you uh, are an entrepreneur, you probably only hear about Calendly as a scheduling tool. But uh, while I was do doing some research for um, the masterclass I did on how to choose the right organization tools for you, I discovered a pointlet and I really loved it. Uh, basically what it has that uh, Calendly doesn't have is that it allows you to create many different events for free. Whereas Calendly, you can only have one event at a time. So um, that's a bit...
restrictive, but you know you can uh, create more than one event, but then you have to uh, upgrade to the paid version. Whereas a pointlet in its free version lets you um, create multiple events at the same time. So if you want to have different events and have clients book different types of events uh, and don't want to pay for it for now, a pointlet is a great solution. And by the way, if you're interested in learning how to choose the right organization tools for you, you can find the masterclass how to choose the right organization tool for you in the Zenly Organized Library, uh, as well as um, a checklist with 30 uh, free organization tools. It's also available in the Zenly Organized Library, so you will find the link in the episode description as well. The next favorite category uh, I want to talk about is kind of the office setup. So uh, having a real office setup was one of my goals for 2021 because uh, for the past year and a half, since you know the beginning of COVID, uh, I had been working at home, but um, I only had my kitchen table and my kitchen chair uh, and you know just like my laptop and everything, and um, I was starting to f- uh, get some. Physical physical pains because of that. And my boyfriend is also a physical therapist. So, (laughs) you know, uh, he told me it's not really good to not have uh, the correct position to work, especially since um, I worked eight hours a day um, when I still was working at my job. And even now I still work eight, sometimes even more (laughs) hours a day in front of computers. So I found it very important to invest in uh, getting some decent office supplies. So that's what I did. It was actually my birthday gift for myself (laughs) this year. Uh, So I decided to buy myself a standing desk uh, from Ikea. It's not a sponsor (laughs) or anything. Uh, I'm just telling you because maybe you want to have um, a standing desk too, but you don't know where to buy one. So Ikea is a great place. I chose one that is uh, manual. So, you know, it's not electric. but it's super easy to <laughs> to raise and lower, so it's really not a problem. Plus, um, I try to reduce all the electronic things I have, so um, I went for the manual one, and the price was very decent. So, uh, if you're looking for a standing desk, I definitely recommend it. And also, I will link to all the things that uh, I'm mentioning today in the episode description, transcript, sorry, uh, which will be available at zenlyorganized.com. So if you're interested in uh, looking uh, some of these things out, you can look there. So yeah, I bought this standing desk, uh, a chair, also a desk chair, which uh, (laughs) really saved me a lot of low back pain. Um, And I also bought a step. So because uh, I'm short legged, (laughs) uh, it's really, I I haven't found a chair really where um, my feet touch the ground. So I need a step to have my feet at a 90 um, degree angle, not my feet, sorry, my legs at a 90 (laughs) degree angle. So I bought also that at Ikea. so this is also a great addition. Uh, I actually did an episode on how to set up an ergonomic setup. If you want to check it out, uh, it will give you uh, tons of tips on how to um, to create uh, an ergonomic office uh, setup. And I also give tips for... Um, low budget or even like free ways to um, improve your settings. So this way, even if you don't have the money, like it took me almost a year and a half to uh, 
have the money to buy my office setup. So I really understand that it's not easy to uh, to buy a, a complete office setup uh, <laughs> whenever we want. So if you also want some tips to help you make it more ergonomical without having to break the bank, then you could uh, you can definitely go and check that episode. It should be episode 27 of the podcast. So uh, a lot of tips on how to build an ergonomic uh, setup there. And last but not least, I also got a laptop stand because here again, this is something I talk about in episode 27. Um, if you have a laptop, you tend to bend, you have to bend your neck to look at your screen all day. And this is really, really bad for your neck. I had like a lot of neck pain and everything. So uh, I bought um, a laptop stand. Mine is foldable because I wanted one that I can take with me when I travel. It was actually very useful when I went for a month back home in Canada. I brought it with me and there again, it saved me a lot of back pains because and neck pains because I was there for a month and worked all the time I was there. So that was a really, really uh, great investment. Um, If you have a laptop and don't have a screen, I really, really recommend getting uh, a laptop stand. Now I also have a screen, so uh, it's even better. uh, But if you don't have the money to get a screen, then definitely recommend the laptop stand to at least have the correct position for your head when you work at your computer. Next, I wanted to talk about books uh, that I read this year and that I really liked. But before I get into the books, I wanted to talk to you about my Kobo. So um, I've been wanting to buy an e-reader for a while, but whenever I want to buy something, I tend to wait (laughs) for a few weeks, even months, to make sure that I really want it and that I really need it. But since I was um, commuting every day two hours by train and that I have really bad sight, um, for me it's really impossible to read uh, a book uh, in transports, if especially if the characters are very small, which they tend to be like always in books. <laughs> so um, I decided to buy a Kobo to help me with that because this way I can zoom in. Uh, if you saw me when I read, <laughs> I really look like an 80 year old because I have like huge characters um, so I can read, but it's, it's really changed my reading experience because now uh, my eyes don't hurt when I read and it's really allowed me to read way more this year than I have in the past years because of this problem. So I'm really really glad I bought my Kobo. Uh, It was super practical in the trains. Um, It's also super practical. I like to read while I eat breakfast and with a normal book it's kind of hard to do that because it tends to (laughs) to flip the pages or close itself whereas with the Kobo I just put it there and it's so much easier to read this way. Uh, Plus even when I was uh, traveling and everything it's so much lighter and easier to bring and even while I was in Canada for example um, my mom or my friends they talked to me about some books so I just you know, went directly, bought them online, and then I already had them. I didn't have to either buy them in Canada and then have like a super heavy <laughs> suitcase full of books or wait until I got back uh, to to buy the books. So this is really fantastic. This is a huge, huge um, favorite of mine this year. Uh, I re- As I said, I hesitated for a while, but I'm super happy I bought it and I really don't regret it. So 
if you're also a bookworm, you like to read or you like to read, but you have poor sight like me, <laughs> then I really recommend um, an e-reader. I decided to go for the Kobo and not the Kindle because um, first, I try not to encourage Amazon when I can. And uh, second, uh, I like that the Kobo has more... Um, formats. It reads more formats uh, natively than uh, the Kindle does. So this was, this was a huge point for me. Um, and last but not least, in some countries you can uh, connect your Kobo to your library, your um, public library, and then rent books directly from your library onto your Kobo. So this is another really great thing I love about my Kobo. Um, so <laughs> now down to the books that I read and that I wanted to share with you. So the first one is a novel, like really light reading, great for the holidays right now, and also great for uh, if you like to travel like me um, and <laughs> you haven't been able to do a lot of that because of COVID lately, then this book is really great. It's uh, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry, and uh, it was really great. I mean, I think I read it in like a day. Uh, <laughs> I really loved it, and yeah, it's just like um, an easy read. It makes you smile. Uh, I really loved it, so... If you're looking for an uh, easy, uh, really uh, nice and funny book for the holidays, definitely recommend reading this one. Um, then if you like uh, personal development books, I really, really liked Your Second Life Begins When You Realize You Only Have One by Rafael Giordano. Um, so the book is actually French, the, the original title. So uh, if you're uh, French or you speak French, the original title is Tadou. Deuxième vie commence quand tu comprends que tu n'en as qu'une. So, I uh, really recommend this book if you like um, personal development. If you're in a phase of your life where you're wondering if you're on the right track, uh, if you're on the right path, if, you know, if your life is as meaningful as it could be, definitely recommend this book. It's really great. It will make you reflect a lot on your life and what you want from it. So great, great read. And then the last one, unfortunately, um, it's been translated in like Italian, Spanish, and even I think uh, Polish I saw, uh, but it hasn't been translated in English for <laughs> some weird reason. So uh, really, really sorry. Um, it's a great book. I uh, really hope they will translate it into English. But here again, if you're a French speaker or you speak French, um, then this book is really great. It's Votre Temps est Infini by uh, Fabien Olicard. And it's a great book about time management. Uh, seriously, it really changed my entire perspective on time management and gave me a lot of ideas also for this channel. So uh, really recommend this book. It was a really great find of this year and I'm sure you will like it, especially if you're looking um, to be a bit more productive, a bit more organized, have more uh, free time. This book is amazing. My other discovery and favorite of this year is a bit more spiritual. So in the past months, I've been really opening up to my spirituality and learning a bit more about topics such as astrology, human design, um, numerology, these things. So this is uh, probably also something I will be talking a bit more of um, in 2022 because it's really something uh, I like and I feel like I haven't shared a lot this part of me uh, 
yet here, but I really want to share more of that. So that's also why um, I wanted to talk to the to you about that today. Um, so I bought my first oracles this year and they've really been helping me kind of getting more in touch with my intuition and what I want. And really, uh, it's not something like I'm not using it to uh, predict the future or, you know, I don't base my life decisions on that, especially because um, if you do use oracles or if you want to start using oracles, I think that the beauty is that they really usually only confirm what you already know. It's not something like, as I said, it's not something that I use to predict my future, but it's really just kind of uh, an aid to help me really make sure of my intuitions and, you know, what I've been feeling or thinking in the moment. It's very incredible. I swear, if you've never tried, I really suggest you to try because it's incredible how right they are, like how every time I, I pick some cards, they reflect exactly what I've been thinking or, you know, feeling in the moment. So uh, if you're interested uh, in Oracle cards, um, the ones I bought, I bought two that are in French. Uh, so here again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew, um, I, I'm, my native language is French. So I do uh, read a lot of things uh, in English. Actually, I read most <laughs> of the things in English, but and I buy most of my things in English, but I do have also a lot of uh, French books and th French resources and things like that. So uh, sorry if this um, these favorites are kind of half, half French and, and English, um, but I will suggest a few English ones uh, right after. So uh, the two I bought are in French. Uh, the first one is Mission de Vie by Isabelle Serre. And really this one is my favorite. I really love it. It's really for um, uh, towards your professional life, your life mission. So if this is something you're interested in, uh, really recommend going and checking uh, that out. She has a lot of uh, other oracles also for other areas of your life, like your relationships, um, your past lives, things like that. So as a, here again, I know this is uh, a bit something that I don't talk about often, but if you're interested in spirituality, oracles, things like that, I really recommend checking out Isabelle Serre if you speak French, because she's amazing and her products are really great. Um, and one of my Christmas <laughs> uh, wish is uh, to get another one of her oracles. So um, just to tell you how much I loved her oracles. Um, and the second one I got, uh, which is also really great, is uh, L'Oracle de l'Intuition et de l'Action by Ferouz uh, Sa Saouli Tien and Odi Giroud. Uh, also a great oracle, a little bit more... Um, generic. It's not really just on your uh, life mission or your professional life, but it's amazing. I really loved the drawings. That's what uh, really appealed to me first. It's the drawings. They are beautiful. So uh, really a great, great and beautiful oracle as well. Now, if you're looking for oracles in English, I tried the Mystical Shaman Oracle cards uh, that my mom had, uh, and it's an amazing oracle uh, deck as well. If you like a bit more uh, Native American um, kind of spirituality, uh, things like that, it's very great. I really like the messages I got from that oracle deck when I was in Canada. Uh, I also heard great things about the oracle um, 
work your light. So those are two uh, oracles that you can get in English. And I've heard, uh, well, one I've tried, but the work your light oracle, I've heard great things about it. So uh, this is, uh, you can go and check that out if you're looking for an oracle in English. But uh, what I really recommend when you're looking for an oracle is to look for them either online or in a store. That's even better if you can find a store that has um, different oracle decks. And then uh, to find the one that speaks the most to you, uh, especially the images and the messages. So this is going to be very important. Um, there are some uh, oracle decks that I looked when I was looking uh, looking for some online, you know, I was just like looking at the images and the messages and I didn't feel anything. I was like, nah, okay. So don't, you know, really go with your feeling. The ones that I bought, I really had a strong feeling when I saw them and, um, you know, uh, so I really felt that kind of connection. So if you're looking for an Oracle deck, really pay attention to your intuition and what you feel when you look at the Oracle um, cards. Amazon is great for that. Uh, as I said, I try not to buy on Amazon, but it's great to look for uh, products and for Oracle cards. It's great as well. If you don't have like a store that sells them or something, uh, it's really great because many people actually post pictures in the comments. Um, they post pictures of the cards and often also the interpretation book with the messages and everything. So you can really see whether the messages and the you know um, the cards suit you or appeal to you um, and base your decision on that. So if you cannot go to a physical store, this is a really great way to find uh, the oracle that will speak to you most. And by the way, I'd be really interested to know your opinion on whether you'd like me to talk about more of these uh, kind of spiritual topics or not here on the podcast. Uh, I know, for example, that the organization based on astrology science went very well. This is like the most listened to episode on this podcast. So I think it could appeal to most of you. So if this is something you're interested in, kind of more spiritual topics, please let me know either uh, on Instagram at Stanley Organized or uh, by email if you want at sarah at stanleyorganized.com. I'd really love to know if this is something you're interested in. So this way I can, uh, you know, in integrate it also in the content for 2022. That's it for me today. I hope you enjoy the new format of this episode. Uh, if you want to share with me also your favorites from 2021, I'd love to hear about it. I also always love to discover new things. Uh, so don't hesitate to uh, come in chat with me on Instagram at Organized or to send me an email at sarah at zenlyorganized.com. I always love exchanging with you guys and um, knowing what you think about the, the podcast and exchanging on the topic of the podcast or any other topic really. So um, don't hesitate. Otherwise, I'll just see you for the next episode uh, next week. So it's going to be the last episode of 2021 Whoa! already. Uh, so I wish you a only organized week and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. It's a free and easy way to encourage the podcast. That's it for me today. I wish you a Zenly organized week and I'll see you for the next episode. Bye! <music>